0: Welcome to The Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, friends. We've all showed up today, and we're glad that you're here. This is another episode of The Elite Life. I'm Kylie, and this is Trisha.
1: That was the calmest introduction I'm, I'm pretty sure you've ever done.
0: I just, I, I figured like I started out this morning full of piss and vinegar. And now that I've complained about every single first world problem that I have, I, I feel much more calm.
1: Yeah. Producer Dave must have felt like we were really loud because he, he moved these microphones away from us. And now we keep moving them closer and <laughs> they were probably moved away for a reason. <laughs> We're so
0: glad that you decided to join us today because Trish is going to walk us through five tips for an airtight budget. And I showed up with this one, uh, showed up for this one with a notepad because we are now at a space where at my house we're ready for the next chapter financially, which means getting a little bit more responsible and getting on a budget.
1: Yeah. And you know, I feel like in the day and age of credit cards and swiping, I think that for a, a lot of people, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of people don't actually have a budget. They don't, don't. keep any sort of budget. And... Um, we're coming into the holidays and it's gonna be a whirlwind of activities and checklists. And let's be real, it gets it gets really stressful and, and really expensive. Yeah, really expensive. And like we're heading into this like really strange time in our economy where it's like, are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? It's a recession. Yeah. Everything's too expensive. It's not expensive, <laughs> right? Like money, 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 right? And I think a lot of people just don't even know where their money is. And then we go through the holidays and you're like oh awesome now I'm really broke and I'm waiting for my tax return so that I can pay off the credit cards I maxed out from Christmas I may have been here a time or two right so what I have learned over time is you have to have a budget you have to map out your strategy for success to um, if you've accumulated credit cards, get out of the credit card debt, um, how to pay things off, because otherwise you get stuck in those like minimum payment, drowning, like it just it's awful, right? So, so I got yeah. five quick tips. Um, I, them. I
0: kind of feel like the very first one you're going to say is audit, because whenever anybody has a complaint about finances, business leads, you're like, well, have you done an audit? Have you audited your behavior? Have you written down every single thing that you've done for the last three days to see where your time is going?
1: True. It's true because it works, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's true because it works. And you know that one of my favorite A words is audit. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I want everybody to do. I want you when you are finished listening to this podcast, I want you to go online, go open up an Excel spreadsheet, go to your bank account. Grab your credit card accounts and go through and map out every dollar and cent that you have spent in the last three months because it's going to be eye-opening, y'all. Eye-opening. I literally, when me and Dave first got together, um, I went from just me and Trent, two people, to I always called it the Insta family. I yeah. had Me, Dave, Trent, Anthony, Angelina, and then my sister Nikki moved in. So I had to figure out how to make income that normally went for two into, you know, income that went for six. And even though Dave brought an income in as well, like it's still six. Yeah. It's an (laughs) adjustment
0: for sure. It is.
1: Yeah. So what I did was, um, exactly what I'm going to teach you guys to do. And uh, we're also, I want to let you know, we're also going to drop in the show notes, a link to a spreadsheet yes, that I'm going to give you for free that will literally change your life. And here is what I want you to do with this spreadsheet. If, if you don't go to the link and you don't get it and you're just listening to the podcast and you don't feel like doing it later, you can make your own spreadsheet. But I want you to like think of a spreadsheet. The first column on the spreadsheet... I want you to write down all of your like regular bills, your house payment, your car payment, like all of your, your fixed phone. bills. Yeah. Yep. I know that every month these seven bills come out automatically. It's my car, it's my house, it's my phone, it's my insurance. cable, my insurance, my utilities, right? And then in that row, I also you also want you to put spaces for the variable costs in groups. What do I mean by that? I want you to have in the column in the first column I want you to have a spot for groceries right we all have to have groceries gas we all have to have gas medical medical comes up Um, and then what's specific to you so like I have the gym I have a hockey payment I have Angelina's school right so in column one I have a space for every dollar and cent I would possibly use by category right and then in column two I want you to put how much that bill is or an amount you're going to allow yourself to spend, right? So when there were six of us for groceries, I had $500, I and I kept mine separated by the first through the 15th bills and then the 16th through the 31st Why? bills. Because that's how I had set up all my auto pays because I got paid the first and the 15th on the regular when I first made this spreadsheet before I was a commission-based employee. Um, so I that was an easy way for me to do it, first through the 15th, 16th through the 30th. So these bills came out of check one, these bills came out of check two. Now that I make commission checks and things like that, it still is good because they're spread out throughout the month not everything comes out on the 1st and yeah. then we're totally broke by the 20th, right? So it's very easy to split them. Make sure your auto pays are moved around. And you can do this with your mortgage, even though like if you call your mortgage company, they'll say, yeah, you can pay anytime be- between the 1st and the 10th or the 1st and the 12th, right? You don't actually get a late payment on any bills until after they're 30 days late. So nearly all of your creditors, you can call and say, hey, I want to pay my bill on this date. Nice. So I still have our car payments set up to to come out on different dates the couple leases that we have um, and uh, all of our utilities spread out and then I had two spots for groceries 500 for the first half 500 for the second half two spots for gas 500 for the first half 500 for the second half and then I would just put like a hundred dollars set aside for medical in case something came up and um, then what I would do is I have all like column one is the bills column two is how much they're going to cost Column three is how much they actually cost. Mm. So that is important because if after, I'm going to tell you, you audit – right away. And then I want you to keep re-auditing every month. And if you look at the last three months and you've spent $700 on groceries, then you need to reacclimate your budget, right? Because you're always going over in that bucket or you need to re-acclimate what you're spending, mm-hmm. right? So also on the spreadsheet across the top line, that top row, I have those bigger categories. So like I have medical and then I put all my medical bills down that column of medical. So at the end of the month, I can add them up and pop it over in that first column of how much I spent. I also put on there vacation, right? When we would go to Hampton Beach, I would say, okay, let's put all of the money we spent on Hampton Beach in the vacation. And I do the same for holidays. That's why it made me think of this for holidays is, okay, Christmas, here's all the money we spent on Christmas. And I put it all down a row. And Kylie, I count everything. Like I, when me and Dave first got together, he would always stop at 7-Eleven. I'm like, what are you spending $1.32 at 7-Eleven every single day for? And he's like, I'm buying a Slurpee, you know? like. <laughs> and I would sit there and I'd be like, I, I'd always be like, what is this? Why, why are you getting it? But then after a while, like, I'd be like, do I like choose your battles, right? Like, <laughs> is it, is it worth it over the Slurpee? Or, choose your battles. Hey, husband, you're stopping every single day at 7-Eleven and spending $17 that added up to, you know, $1700 over the year. Yeah. Do you really need to spend this? Right? So, it's helpful to you who's making the budget and keeping the budget, but it's also helpful for you if you have somebody in your family like a teenager or a significant other or somebody who is just swiping and spending and doesn't realize how much it adds up to because that's also very easy to do right yeah so do your audit make your spreadsheet and then stay on top of that spreadsheet so like I would go in there either every day and just pop the day before like a lot 10 minutes to pop the day before spending or every two days like don't wait and do it do it once a month. Right. So make sure you do your audit. Make sure you set up your spreadsheet. Like I said, we'll drop a link for the examples below. It's going to be
0: super duper duper helpful. Super <laughs> duper helpful.
1: Yes. Um, and like I said, it does sound like a lot. But once you get at it, like I kept this spreadsheet for years. What? Yeah. Like 15 years. And realistically, still every single year I start with this spreadsheet. Um, but I've been blessed to get to a point in my life where I, I don't have to look at every single dollar in cent, but I am still super cognizant and I do still like make sure if all of a sudden I'm like, wow, money is going really fuck tight and there's a lot of charges. But what has happened over time is I've really... um put everybody in my family on like an intentional spending mindset, right? So even Trent and Angelina, like when we're moving and I'll send something to Trent, he'll be like, ah, oh, that's a lot of money for an air hockey team we- table. We don't need that. So even at 18, you'd think a lot of 18 year olds are like, spend it. They're not thinking about money. Trent's like, we don't need to spend that money, right? So I've kind of helped everybody in our family to really think before they spend and do I really need this or is it just a want? Right. Because they know if If we save money, we go on like good trips and spend it on good stuff. Would you rather have a bang energy drink every day or would you rather go to Hawaii once a year? Yeah. Right?
0: Makes sense. Perspective. Perspective.
1: Yeah. And that brings me to number two, which is the devils in the details, right? So making that list of the extras, setting a budget. And so like let's talk about Christmas, for example. This is how me and Dave go through the details of Christmas. So I actually put on the Google for us to sit down and make a list of who we're buying for. And we go with, who do we need to buy for? Who do we want to buy for? And if we have money left over, like what charities is that going to go to, right? And we do the same with vacations. Like, okay, here's our budget. We're going to spend $2,000 in Hampton Beach. $500 is going to food. So if we spent $300 at the grocery store, we only have $200 to eat out, right? $100 for souvenirs, $100 for whale watching. So we make sure each of those details are accounted for. And I will tell you at Christmas, um, this is really important because especially right now with like online shopping. There's been years where, like, we always write down our list of who we want to buy for. And um, if I go like click crazy on Amazon one night or this or that, I go back to the spreadsheet and put it in. And I'm like, okay, we now spent, you know, $900 on Trent's girlfriend. Like, we're done here (laughs) buying for others. Right. Um, So it really helps you to look at those details again, audit it and make sure you're not overspending because it happens really, really, really fast. Right.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we we haven't really gotten into having a set budget. Um, we're just at this space where we're coming to. Uh, we're doing more deals. We're getting more money. And so some situations that we have with like insurance and like our food budget is going to change, especially with my son now eating food. Oh, my God. Um, and you know the audit thing. Going back to that real quick and the details because they kind of go hand in hand is like, um, like Ryan dips. So like every morning he's going or every other morning he's going and he's spent not to throw him under the bus or anything, just facts is facts. Um, he's spending anywhere between like four twenty five and like five fifty to get um to get a can a, a tin of dip, um and. And I added it up once and I was like, bro, you spent a hundred and thirty dollars on dip this month. Yeah. Um, and God bless him. He tries so hard to quit. So I continue to support him. My problem is, um, because I think like I'm like, I don't, I'm not one of those chicks. I don't spend money on shoes, shopping, makeup, like I don't buy things and I realized my thing is energy drinks and food. I will shop at the I will I will be on the Kroger app like I'm on the Amazon app and just like throwing stuff in the cart. You know, you would think that shopping online uh, removes the impulse buy, which is a complete and total flat lie. Um, And before I've known it, like um, I spent $100 one month on energy drinks. Like you said, Mm -hmm. just just not realizing, you know, the little details where the five dollars, the one dollar, the two dollars, the rounding up at McDonald's, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that adds up.
1: Yeah. But when you're looking at that spreadsheet and you're looking at it multiple times a month, you're like, whoa, we need to stop here. So you stop it before it gets too deep. Yeah. And that's really important because once you have conditioned yourself and conditioned your family to live like that, um, you have more savings. All of a sudden it's like, oh, like I would, when I started closing real estate deals after I got, you know, I'd still have like, I, when I opened elite realty, I would still pay myself on the first and the 15th. And then when I started closing real estate deals too, I would add those commissions in there and it's like, okay, once I paid off all the credit card debt, I had accumulated from working a nine to five, uh, um, I paid that off with my additional commissions and then it was like okay now we have extra money. Well, I don't want to just waste that, you know. You don't want to be so many agents get to the end of the year and they're like I made $125,000 but I ha- I literally have nothing to show for it.
0: Right, I'm still living hand to mouth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it happens all the time. So that actually brings me to my next thing, which is set it and forget it. Set up an auto withdrawal for savings that you cannot touch easily, right? So this could be as simple as, for me, I played like a mind game with myself and I opened a bank account for Trent because if it was Trent's money, I wouldn't touch it, right? So I had, um, for a long time, $5 a day, because what's five bucks a day, right? That's Starbucks. Yeah, five bucks a day. It's a Big B coffee. Five bucks a day, Every day went into an account for Trent and it was for Trent, so I wouldn't use it. Other people I've talked to have set up a bank account at another bank, like a credit union, that they don't have access to online. So every, say, week, it takes $100 out a week or $5 out a day and it puts it into that bank account. It's set, so you can't stop it. You can't change it. It's a small amount that you're not going to miss, like 5 bucks a day or 100 bucks a week. And that accumulates so fast because mm-hmm. if you don't set it and forget it, you're not going to save. You're just not going to do it, right? Yeah. I set up, um, and I, when the pandemic happened, I called ADP and I set up an IRA. So they automatically take this money out of my check that I pay myself at the office and they put it up into an IRA because I'm like, I have no retirement and I had Turned 40. And I'm like, I ain't getting any younger. What am I (laughs) going to on, right? And someday there might be, or if something happens when I get older, maybe I can't sit in a car and drive all day long or sit at a desk all day long, or maybe I just don't want to anymore. So once I set up that IRA, all of a sudden money is stacking, stacking, stacking. Well, I didn't just stack that money myself. It had to automatically come out of my check. I never seen it. It went in the account. I can't easily get it out. And now it's there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So set it and forget it. That way that that money is setting up, whether it's an IRA, whether it's um, you know just a savings account, whatever it is, set something up where you're paying yourself first and you're saving some sort of money, right? Um, Next is swipe or no swiping.
0: Yeah. Uh, I saw that on the <laughs> outline. nice Dora reference there.
1: Oh, swiper no swipe.
0: And this this resonates, man, because um before like when I was younger, I remember when I first started like having money and having a job. Like I didn't have a debit card. Like I got my paycheck, I took it to the bank and I would leave some in there. I would take some cash out, and that was my cash. Like And I always had just this cash. Like there weren't any other options. Like and I think that we've come to this place where it's like swipe, swipe, swipe. It's so easy. It's it's like a trick. It's like a dirty trick.
1: It is. And like it always it makes me think back to like Trent was really little and we were he wanted to go to McDonald's and I was like, we don't have any money. And he's like, just write a check. And I was like, you can't just write a check for me. Adults, no you know but there's there's tons of grown-ups that have that mentality you're just swiping 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 and you're going negative in your bank account you're overdrawing your credit card. stressing yourself
0: the f out yeah
1: absolutely it's so stressful
0: being in debt it's so stressful
1: it is it is and you know i have been there before where it's like I don't make enough money to live because I only make this set amount and this is the job that I have. And so I'm using this credit card. I have a $1.50 on this credit card. I have 75 cents on this credit card. I have 2.50 on this credit card. And you're playing this crazy game and it's like, okay, stop make the spreadsheet, get the budget. And if you can't stop swiping, like I'm good at, like I have some really good self-discipline where I can be like, all right, we're done here. Like we're not spending anymore. But I do know people um, that are near and dear to my heart that just swipe to death. And then they're like, I don't have any money, I'm broke. And it's like, bro, you make $250,000 a year. How the how are you broke? <laughs> 250 grand a year. Stop swiping. So if you fall into this camp where you cannot stop swiping and you just don't have the discipline you want to spend. And you know what, this can be this can happen honestly. A lot of people that grew up broke and poor, when they start making money, they just want to be able to have that freedom. But the thing they don't realize is they overspend every single time. So mm-hmm. it's almost like you're trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. And you're, screwing, you're self-sabotaging, right? Yeah. You're self-sabotage. It happens all the time. So Dave Ramsey has a great method, and I know you've mentioned it a couple times, which it's the envelope. So if you are a swiper swiping, I want you to get out a set of envelopes. I want you to take that credit card and either cut it up or freeze it in your freezer, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen that in the movies. They put it in a big block of ice and freeze it. And I want you to just get five envelopes and put cash in each envelope, spending, gas, groceries, whatever your other variable cost is, if it's medical. Um, And that's it. Once that envelope is empty, because it'll make you intentional, like, oh, if I took out a 20, well, there's only three more 20s left. I better get my poop in a group, as Kylie says, <laughs> and not spend anymore, right? Like, you have to pay attention to this. And if you don't know how much to be allotting to each thing, there's many financial gurus, they go by the 50-30-20 rule, okay? So 50% of your money goes to needs. goes to wants because we're human. We want stuff, right? And that's what we're working for. That's what gives us incentive to work. And then 20% goes to savings and debt repayment, okay? So get your envelopes, allot your 50, 30, 20, and get rid of your cards. Get rid of them. You have to.
0: She's so passionate about this. She's smacking her microphone right in the nose. (laughs) Yes. I love this. I mean, this is something that um, I did when I was younger before I was really into having a bank account and like auto draw and like I said, using my debit card. Um, I remember having um, I remember having envelopes for, you know, here's my here's my spending money. Here's my um, here's what I'm paying my dad for rent. You know, here's what I'm paying my car. It's it's a good system. And if you can stick to it um, and not take out of there, because I've also been on the other end of that, too, it's like, you know, I'll take I'll take five hundred dollars and I'll stash it in the safe in the basement. But then, oh, we got to pay the babysitter. We don't want to run to the ATM. Oh, we got to pay the pizza delivery guy. I don't have that extra 20 that I thought I had, you know, and then before you know it, it's gone.
1: Well, then you need to put an extra layer of accountability and have somebody else have the code to that safe so you can't get it. Mm -hmm. You have to know your weaknesses with anything in life. You need extra accountability partners and extra coaches and put roadblocks up on yourself if you can't stop yourself, right? Like um, Heather had a great quote on her Facebook yesterday and it was like, we're only able to grow to the level of criticism we're able to take about ourselves and our habits right like if you're not able to be coachable and know like Trent said in that last podcast that you can always be better you can always get better you can always do more right like it, you have to know that and you have to be willing to keep working to get to that next level at whatever it is whether it's finances or discipline or fitness or whatever calls for leads like all of those things that loading loomly is, <laughs> loading loomly all of those things so all
0: right so um, number What's five? number five yep bring it on home mama delete the debt what? you can't just delete
1: listen you can delete the debt delete the debt right so I um, have done this at least three times for myself um, and I also did this for my brother where I took all of the credit cards um, that are revolving debt. And I created a strategy for paying every single one of them off to zero. And I will tell you, one year, we as a family, we had a goal to pay off $47,000 in credit card debt, and we did that during the pandemic. During nice. the pandemic, we ba- we paid off $47,000 in credit card debt. And when my sister-in-law, Nicole, went into the hospital, she had a stroke, and she was in the hospital for a year, and I took over their bills because she used to do the bills, but she was in a coma, so she can't do the bills.
0: Yeah, you can't really take care of that stuff when you're busy yeah. in a coma. Yeah, and
1: my brother is super stressed trying to take care of his wife, so I took over their bills. And um, when I was going into her bank account and doing her audit, right, and I found all these credit cards, and he didn't know some of those credit cards existed. And so I was like, all right, let me put together a strategy so I can get all of this debt. So I put all of the credit cards, their car payments, their house payment, all their bills onto that spreadsheet. And I'm like, okay, what's the highest interest rate credit card first? That's the first one we're paying off, right? So minimum payment on the other cards, extra hundred bucks on that one every single month. So all the extra money went to paying off the high interest credit card. Okay, that one's gone. What's the next high interest credit card? Okay, that one's gone. What's the next high interest credit card? Okay, that one's gone. Do we have one that has a super low interest rate that I can transfer the high ones onto the low one? Mm -hmm. So build a strategy for paying off that debt and start putting any extra money you have onto the highest interest rate and chunking that one down and eliminating. And I will tell you for them, I was able to eliminate all of their credit cards, their car payments, and then when he when Nicole came out, Jacob was able to pay off their house. So they have zero debt. That's at amazing. All. Zero. That's amazing. Yeah, and it didn't it wasn't hard. It was just being intentional and creating a strategy for deleting their debt. And once your debt's deleted, like, your your life's amazing, right? Like, he can do whatever he wants now. He has no the layer of stress it takes off, right? Absolutely.
0: And anybody can
1: do it because when you start chunking, even if it's an extra 50 bucks or an extra 100 bucks or an extra 20 bucks, you're no longer in that minimum payment, minimum payment, minimum payment. So really you're only ever paying off interest, right? And one thing I want to bring up that we've
0: talked about before that Andy has mentioned about when we've been talking about money and like 411 meetings and stuff like that. He's like, some people just like to spend money. They really just like to spend money. So if you're if you've got like you said, you know if you're if you're a realtor or you're a commission based, sometimes you're if you got a twenty thousand dollar month, you want to spend that money. So uh, what he pointed out was like, okay, I want to spend a hundred bucks. I got a hundred bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Am I go spend a hundred bucks on you know on clothing when I already have a closet full of clothes, or am I going to spend a hundred bucks on Bitcoin? Or like some kind of digital currency. Or um, the other strategy that I've heard is um, my friend does it. She's like, for every dollar I spend on frivolous things, I have to match that in my savings account. Nice. She's like, so when I spend $5 at breakfast at Big I have to put $5 in my savings account. Love that. When I spend 25 bucks at the thrift store, I have to put 25 bucks in the savings account. She's like, and I have saved so much money and realized it's and it helped her, too, because she's like, okay, I've got 30 bucks. I want to spend this 30 bucks, but I don't have 60 Mm dollars. I have 30. She's like, so instead of spending 30, I spent 15. I went and I spent 15 over here and I put 15 in my savings.
1: I love that. That is such a great tip. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. That. I think we gave a lot of really great tips to help a lot of people. So let's take that and wrap it up for this week.
0: Absolutely. Um, definitely good information. So what we'd like you to do now is uh, like, share and subscribe. Make sure you share this episode on um, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever it is that you hang out online. Um, we're just trying to connect with people and help everybody out because um. Um, less stress is a better life. We want to bring more joy to people. And a lot of times things seem overwhelming when really it's not that, not that complicated. So like, share and subscribe, Um, drop us a note, drop us a five-star review. My email is Kylie, K-Y-L-E-E at mystarsacademy.com. And we'll see you next Thursday for a fresh episode of Elite Life.
1: Bye, friends!
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.